Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you are listening. This is One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, the podcast where you know you'll figure out how to apply the Bible to today's life in a very real way. The Bible is as helpful today as it was yesterday, and I'm your hostess, Lisa, and you can count on one thing as you will leave the show learning something new and realizing you are not the only imperfect human being in the world. I am right there with you, if not leading the way. One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real is a podcast to encourage and uplift you through the reality of life. Stay tuned, don't go away, and let's start the show. Hello, 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 and happy August 24th, 2020. I'm Lisa, and I'm your hostess here at One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And this is a podcast where, under the new wave of things that started in June, each week we talk about a different topic. Or I talk about a different topic, I should say, a different series And last week we looked at obstacles, and I'm guessing by the number of viewers, obstacles are in everybody's way. So I'm glad because this week we're going to talk about preparation. And one of those things that as you're going through those obstacles, right, if you were prepared, how would it have improved, changed, or altered the obstacle, right? And then there's those things in life that you just never can be prepared for. So this week is all about preparation. And for our day one today, we're going to go to John 14, which is in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's the fourth book in the New Testament. John 14, verses 1 through 4 from the NIV. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. John 14 verses 1 through 4 from the voice. Jesus said, Don't get lost in despair. Believe in God and keep on believing in me. My Father's home is designed to accommodate all of you. If there were not room for everyone, I would have told you that. I am going to make arrangements for your arrival. I will be there to greet you personally and welcome you home, where we will be together. You know where I am going and how to get there. John 14, verses 1 through 4 from the New Living Translation. And it was titled, Jesus, the Way to the Father. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will also be be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. So John 14, those first four verses, Jesus is talking. And he's reminding us, don't be troubled. 
um, believe in him. What does this have to do with being prepared? Are you going, all right, Lisa, how does this relate to my being prepared? I say Jesus was the perfect model. Jesus tells us he has prepared a place for us in eternity. My father's house has many rooms. And every time I hear this verse, all I can think of is um, audio adrenaline song. Is it big house? Big, big house. <laughs> um, but it's audio adrenaline that sings it. And every time I hear this verse, that's what I hear is that song by audio adrenaline. Um, my father's house. I don't know. I'm going to go check. Let's take a quick break because I just, I won't be able to focus if I can't you know, figure out the name of that song. So I will be right back. Don't go away. All right. Thanks for that moment. It is Big House by Audio Adrenaline. I can like sing this. Well, I won't sing the song because, well, just because God gave me the voice, I won't give it to you today. But anyway, God has prepared a room for you in eternity. So you could be listening to today's podcast saying that you're not worthy, that you've sinned too much, that you're not good enough, that whatever falsity you may be telling yourself. But here's the truth. Jesus says, don't get lost in despair. Believe in God and keep on believing in Jesus because my father's home, God's home is designed to accommodate all of you. If there were not enough room, I would not have told you that. I'm going to make arrangements for your arrival. God prepared a room for you. Jesus is preparing the way. You have a place in heaven. We all do. That's cool stuff, right? And what a better place to start the week as we look at being prepared and preparedness than the ultimate role model of being prepared and the ultimate eternal glory in being prepared to spend eternity with, in heaven with God. God has prepared a room for you. Jesus has prepared the way for you. What are you waiting for? I mean, on some levels, you could, or I could say, there's nothing you need to do to be prepared for this. When Jesus calls you home, you go. Yet, you do need to be prepared. Because if you have not opened your heart and admitted that you're a sinner and that believed that Jesus died on the cross for you and confessed your sins and repented and strived to be a better version of yourself, then you're not prepared You need to accept that you're a sinner. You need to believe that Jesus died on the cross for you. You need to confess your sins and be forgiven. That's how you prepare yourself for that room that's waiting for you in heaven. Are you prepared? It's just fabulous, right? Picture it this way. Um, Of course, this is by no means any comparative 
Um, but I want to give you something that you can visualize. Picture your house right now the way it is, all right? What does your house look like right now? Is the laundry done? Have you run the vacuum? Dishes, tables are cleared off? Or does it look like a bomb went off because life is happening and the least of your concerns is running the vacuum and sorting the piles on the table, right? Phone rings. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Good, how are you? Hey, we're coming into town. We figured we haven't seen you in a while. We'll be there Friday. Are you guys going to be around for the weekend? Can we crash at the house? Why, of course you can. Can't wait to see you. All right. Oh, I'll see you in 48 hours. Woohoo. Yeah. Click. Holy, holy cow, Batman, right? Because now you need to get prepared. And you need to get prepared in a hurry because you have 48 hours to dust, to vacuum, to do the windows, to clean all the piles that have built up on every flat surface of your home. Clean the bathroom and the layers of, you know, whatever's growing in the tub. Catch up two weeks worth of laundry. Mow the lawn, do the weed eating. Pull the weeds in the garden. Go grocery shopping. Clear your schedule, you name it, right? Whew. You're out of breath, you're tired. The weekend comes, they get there, and you're like, whew, and you enjoy yourself, right? Or you don't enjoy yourself because you spent the last two days killing yourself to get the house ready and prepared for your company. What if? And I'm when I say this, I'm saying we, we, you and I. Um, this is not a mouse in the pocket. I am guilty of this too. What if I was better about vacuuming more often? What if I didn't let the piles build up on the table? What if you kept up with the laundry and you did one load a day? What if we invited our family to help do these tasks? What if there was a honey-do list? What if there's chores for the kids? And I'll just be the first to tell you, my daughter did not really have chores. Her responsibility was to keep her room clean and safe to walk through in case there was a fire. And I did everything else because nobody did it right. <laughs> and it's taken me decades to learn this. Um, but I am the next generation, you know what? And I was... I don't know, prima donna. I don't really like that term, but I've heard it currently recently. And um, I wasn't, I didn't have chores to clean the house. I didn't do laundry. I didn't do dishes. I didn't have to clean on the weekend. And I had friends, they could not do anything until their chores were done. You know, they vacuumed, they mopped, they did dishes, they cleaned the kitchen, they cleaned the bathroom, laundry, whatever. And it was split between them and their siblings. My sister and I did not do chores because my mom was never satisfied. And <laughs> to her, it was easier to do herself than to train us to do it because she wanted it done right. I am that next generation. I've picked up where my mom left off and I try to do it all. And guess what? When you're trying to do it all, you're exhausted and you're never going to be able to do it all. You need help.
And it's taken me years. It took me till my daughter was in college to be like, all right, I need you to help me. My husband will do anything I ask if I ask him. He'll do anything on a honey-do list if I write it down. First of all, ladies, most men, am I right or am I wrong, don't see that the garbage needs to go out. They'll walk by it a hundred times or smush it down so that there's 50 pounds of garbage in the one glad bay, right? But if I say, would you mind taking the garbage out? Sure, no problem. Boom, it's out. You know, so give your husband's grace. They're men, they just don't see it. We see, why didn't you walk three extra spots and just put that in the recyclable can? Why is it on the counter? Because that's where he was done. You know what? Give him grace. But here's the deal. What does this have to do with being prepared? If we took off our women hats of having to do everything and having to have it done perfect and right, what would you have time to be doing in your life that's more important than the dishes and the laundry and the dusting? When that friend called and said, we're going to be in town for the weekend, can we crash at the house? If you've been doing a load of laundry a day and you've been keeping up with the vacuuming and you don't have a week's worth of dishes on the counter, aren't you going to enjoy that weekend way more with your friends? That is such a minute example compared spending eternity in heaven God has already prepared your room Jesus has prepared the way we need to prepare our hearts and live a life striving to be the best version of ourselves in living and doing and serving and glorifying God to the best of our ability that's our job in being prepared for heaven Accepting, believing, confessing. Jesus prepared the way. God prepared the room. It's up to you if you're going to be prepared when you close your eyes and take that last breath. If you're prepared to accept that way into the room that God's prepared for you. And that's the ultimate thing to be prepared for. We'll talk about being prepared, you know, for other things, but that's just what is on my heart that I had a friend who shared and I've been praying for her this week because she was going to share Jesus with a Muslim friend and they weren't able to connect and he passed away a couple days later. My friend's heart is broken. And it was no fault of her own. God laid it on her heart to share with him. She set up a date. They didn't connect. And she was heartbroken. And so I've been praying for her because her heart to serve God and share God and share her faith with others is so strong that she was blaming herself that this soul wasn't prepared when he was called when his when he took that last breath he wasn't prepared that she's aware of 
we can pray that in his heart he did. So, are you prepared? Because you never know what tomorrow will bring. And on the flip side, are you like my friend? Is there somebody that God's been saying you really need to share? Jesus, share my son with so-and-so. They need to know that I love him, that Jesus loves him. They need to accept that they're a sinner. They need to believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose again and confess their sins so that I can forgive them and welcome them and prepare a room for them in my house. Who is it that God has laid on your heart to share that message with? What if you are the messenger for that person to help them prepare? As I pray for my friend and her broken heart because you know, she didn't get to share. I pray that he knew, her friend knew, and that she'll see him one day in heaven. All we can do is pray and prepare ourselves and help prepare others. God's prepared the room. Jesus has prepared the way. We just need to prepare ourselves and be ready. Have a great day, have a great week, and I will see you on Wednesday as we continue our journey on preparation. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, with your hostess, Lisa. If you've liked what you've heard, feel free to share it with your friends and family. Leave a positive review, and remember, you are special, and here on One Sister's Journey, keeping it real, that's what we do. Keep it real. Thanks for listening. And until next time.